All right, welcome everyone. This is uh, Brooks and Raymer, number 15. That's actually more than I thought we'd done when I was looking back. Hola, amigos. <laughs> so, for, for all of our Hispanic listeners, or... The, did you, <laughs> um, so, I'm sorry, I've got a lot of them. So I literally just jumped out of the shower. Uh, I Brian and I had a miscommunication about uh, timing of the podcast, so... Are you trying to arouse our female listeners? No, no, I was not. But in just, in just my male, just trying to arouse the male listeners, then exactly just male listeners. In my expedited hurry, I broke my headphones, so my I'm one ear is on, the other is hanging by a wire. Um, I'm pretty disappointed, but it happens. Can I, can I uh, sidetrack you for a second? Mm-hmm. I've recently gotten back into running. Um, mm, mm. So uh, I'm I'm happy about that, but I'm also incredibly frustrated at the different running headphones that I've cycled through. Um, I no longer trust silicone as a headphone product, as an earbud product. <laughs> uh, inevitably, and I've gone through three different pairs so far, I get to about two and a half miles, super sweaty, and they always fall out or like sweat gets kind of trapped in there. And I just hear like sweat, headphone, silicone vibrations and it drives me you must sweat a lot fucking crazy yeah, that's my only I, guess so I, I used to have the same i i and this is uh un, unpaid advertisement but i use these they're called plain tronics backbeat fits so they're they're these uh they're bluetooth but they've got like this wire that goes around the back of your head. So they're yeah, not like, I went with one of those and the oh. headphone on the left sticks in fine, but mm-hmm. the headphone on the right that has the little on off little. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that shakes out because of that. Yeah. Kind of Maybe your out. ears are, are weird size. Did you ever think of that? Maybe it's I not have thought of company. I, I run on the <laughs> treadmill and, and I am overcome with debilitating uh, self imaging. <laughs> do I have abnormal ears? Do are I my ear canals weird? Yeah. 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 It's, it's possible. Very frustrating. You could I've go to an ear doctor. I don't know what they're called. What do we What do we think an ear doctor is called? A podiatrist. You know what I feel like right now. Or so you know those. You, you know those audio, NFL audio coaches policy. that have the like the the headset that goes over one ear and then it kind of it's like a one ear headset. That's what I feel like right now. Wow. It, it, you know what I'm talking about, like the Motorola ones, and then oh yeah, yeah. Except except the other one is is like a broken thing that's digging into my skull, and the wires hanging off the side. That's so. probably what they felt like back in the '90s. Yeah, yeah, back back in the day before we had modern technology. So um, I I just uh, got back from I, I had to go. I, I think I told you, but I built a new deck, and so I went and disposed of the old deck at a land dump and it was 780 pounds of wood in a truck that i had to haul yep it's actually surprisingly easy to drop off they they make it you go up on this ramp and you just back up over this uh this dumpster and i just got out and kind of pushed it out so yeah yeah no, the, yeah i think they make those to be pretty quick in and out yeah so um but we're, we're back and we're, we're here to discuss some some sports topics so the last one we did was, I think, the live one where we talked about golf yeah. and NFL had not started yet. Yep. So um, I we we've since had now three weeks of the NFL. Um, since then, Andrew Luck is retired. Are you there? Um, Patrick Mahomes Whoa. is once Whoa. again what what? 
Uh, yeah, I, yeah. You just you kind of you spazzed out, or the sound spazzed out. Oh, can, is it okay now? It's okay now. I will let you know that on our health check, you have a warning. It says warning. Oh yeah, there does say warning. Let's yeah, there's something something going on with your with your stuff down there. So I don't know if it's me or you, but we've got a warning going on, folks. It's recommended um, that access to local storage should be persistent. How is it impersistent? <laughs> is impersistent a word? I don't know. Shit. I'm making it work. I'll work on this, and you go to an ear doctor and get sized for. I think we figured out it's called an audio chronologist. Audio chronologist. You know how people have different size feet? Like, oh, my right's an eight and my left's a seven and a half. Like, that could be, that would be very small feet, by the way. Well, audio chronologists, they just help you figure out, you know, how good or bad your hearing is. I think Mm -hmm. the audio phonologist is actually a person that sizes the ear itself. Right. They're taking like a micrometer, sticking it in there, and they're like, this one's eight millimeters and that one's. Yeah, it, or it starts yeah. off with like uh, the tip of a thimble, and then it goes all the way up to traffic cone. <laughs> I, I want you to like figure out what the sizes are and go into like the Apple Store and be like, <laughs> I I know the standard AirPod is twelve you know, like, millimeters. I really yeah, need a. I'm gonna need like the thirty-seven. <laughs> Do you have a size triple XL yeah, AirPod? I'm looking for the Dumbo. It's <laughs> All right. So, oh, so you're a Colts, Indianapolis Colts fan. Clearly, yeah. you were had a at some point in your life, you probably would have admitted to a man crush on Andrew Luck. Yes, I. I, I mean, know, I promptly bought his jersey after probably halfway through the first season. So. Okay, I'm surprised it took that long. I, I would have thought you would have ordered it. You know like, what? Uh, no, I actually did. I bought it before that because I went to the preseason Andrew Luck versus RG3 game in Washington. That That's how much. <laughs> so I did buy a Luck jersey to go to that game. I watched a preseason football game. Uh, so, wow. I've... I drove from Pennsylvania to Washington, D.C. to watch a preseason <laughs> football game. I did. All right. So now that it's a month removed and you've seen – your Colts are still a pretty decent team with Jacoby Brissett. So it's not a lost season. I Now I want to know, given some perspective, how do you feel about Mr. Luck's retirement? So still somewhat angry. So I, I don't know if we talked about this, but for the podcast listeners who I don't appreciate the national media coming down on Indianapolis fans for booing. Now, <laughs> it may it may not be the cl- classiest thing, but here's the, here's the deal, right? Matt, you're at a f- football game, right? Yeah. Andrew Luck's not playing. You are thinking next week. I think that I think that was season or, or like the, the fourth game like or something. One week before the start yeah. of the season. One week before yeah. the start of the season. There's like a lot of chatter about the Colts being one of the AFC powerhouses. You know, like. Got a lot of so you are a dedicated fan who is sitting through the fourth quarter of a preseason game of whatever quarterback was playing, right? And so it's the fourth the preseason game, so none of the you know walk it by your net ticket. You know you're not going to see any stars at the fourth preseason right. game. So these are are probably fairly dedicated fans at this point, point. and you've you. got hopes and dreams. And you all of a sudden your phone starts buzzing. You're getting text messages. Your Twitter's blowing up. You can see Andrew Luck on the sideline. You can literally see him, and it just comes out that he's retiring, right? And and so obviously that's not how he wanted it to come out. I'm sure 
So it got leaked somehow, but I mean, that, that stuff happens. And what, I mean, what do you, do you think you're going to applaud him right there? Like you haven't heard his discussion of why he's yeah. literally standing on the sideline and you're, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't I, I understand what you're saying. It, it was an emotional reaction and I, I have frustration. I get that. I do. And and I I think there's some media credit that acknowledged in that moment it was an emotional response. So I I don't I don't think it's the worst thing that's ever happened to humanity. No, um, I just yeah, I don't appreciate little... them acting like it was the worst thing in the world. It's like, you know what, we're fans. Those guys are there to watch football. They don't really honestly, we don't really care that much about Andrew Luck as a person. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, for the most fans don't actually care that much about the people that play for their teams. It's just that's, true. That's true. That's, yeah, I'll, I'll grant you that. As a Royals fan, I, I really like Salvador Perez and yeah, and the rest of them. You know, I like them for the most part, but they're just guys. Yeah, they're just guys yeah. that are part of your team. And if they somehow left in free agency and went to the Yankees, you would hate them. So, I mean, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't think we have to feel for a player. Like, everybody acts like we have to just – they're human beings. It's like, you know what? They're, They're being heroes. paid tons of money. Let us objectify them. Like that's just, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. That's, that's part of the price that comes with making that kind of money. It, it just is. All right. So, so granted, I, I see your point. Now, how do you feel about his actual decision to retire? So that, that that's more wrapped up in your response and the people's response. And then the media's response to that. Right. Right. But when it comes down to the man's actual decision, uh, I I definitely respect it. Okay. Um, I mean, I like I said, I was instantaneously angry, so I could have I I definitely would have been a booing fan in that instant. And really? then oh yeah, and then given a day or two later, I was like, you know what? I mean, I get he's talking about depression and um, you know him his just inability to work through these injuries and yeah, every time you, he- you know. Rehabs for nine months and then comes back and gets hurt somehow. Yeah. Some other way. yeah. And it, everybody's different. So it's hard to have, you know, other pro athletes project their, you know, well, I played through injuries onto Andrew Luck. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, he's got a family and. Can you describe your, your reaction in that moment? Like, where were you when you got there? So I was, I was at a hotel in Houston. I was going, I was doing training uh, down in Houston. I was watching the first college football game it was Miami and Florida, Miami and Florida state. My, I think yeah. something like that. Miami, I was watching yeah, that and it was like, all of a sudden my phone blew up. And then the bottom line of, of that, and I didn't, I literally didn't believe it. I, I that did not strange. believe it. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was, I was like, it's not April 1st. So what is happening <laughs> right now? Is this, you know how there's sometimes like the fake Adam Schefter accounts that like, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Like I thought, is, is this just something that got, I did not believe it for like, 20 minutes. So <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Yeah. I, I saw that news and my first reaction was sympathy for you. And my second reaction was just understanding. Cause I think I saw it and I saw his press conference coverage and, um, and, and I, I get it. Like, I don't know how many millions he's made. Uh, it's obviously sufficient to live comfortably for the rest of his life. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, and well, you, you know, know what, we'll move on. It's, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's all right. It, I, I'm okay with it. Um, I, I like Jacoby Brissett okay. I don't know if – I think we've – the problem – if it had been like two years ago when our team kind of sucked, 
All right. This team is literally, it has everything to, to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I think the Colts are very good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're winning with our backup quarterback, essentially. No matter what you think of him, he was a backup quarterback. So, yeah. Anyway, we'll move on. We'll move on. I, I have moved on. I'm happy. I like the Colts. I'm happy for Andrew Luck. I'm glad he got out before he, you know, something bad happened to him. Um, yeah. And Colts fans will live on. So. But uh, let, let's talk about uh, – so how much have you watched? Have you only watched Chiefs games? Like what, what, what level of no, engagement No, I've watched some other games. I, I stayed up last night to watch the Packers yeah. and the um, – I watched, I watched the first half and then I was regretful that I didn't watch the second because it looked like it got – I thought the Packers were going to run away with it. So No, it but, was a good ending. It was a good yeah. ending. Uh, so, no, I've watched some other games this year. But, yes, yeah. primarily I've just watched the Chiefs. So – I mean, let's. I'll just tee up here. So Mahomes just got uh, just got bumped up to a ninety nine in Madden, which apparently is a big deal. But I didn't. <laughs> I, I don't. Like, I don't give a flying. Fuck no, I don't really. I don't. I, I mean, I don't know. Ninety nine in Madden to me is one of those. Like, who cares? Like, I think I think some people do, but it, it was a trending Twitter topic for a while. So. Yeah. But, uh, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. So, what are your thoughts on the Chiefs so far? Uh, Tyreek Hill's still out, right? Yeah, he should come back uh, around like week. Can you name six or seven your top three receivers? Because I don't, I don't know who they are. I know one. Okay, I know so Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I suspect this may be his last year in Kansas City. Uh, last year was his first. This is his second. So he signed a three-year deal. Uh, but they've got some good though. He's pretty good, right? He's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but they need to pay Chris Johnson mm-hmm. and this will be the first year that they can, uh, sign Pat Mahomes to a, a contract extension, which is just going to blow the roof. I mean, people are talking about Dak, Dak Prescott making money. Like Mahomes is going to, I don't, <laughs> he's going to be let's, ridiculous. Let's slide into that Dak conversation real quick. I don't think Dak is actually that good. I think he's fine. I think he is just fine. But like, like average, maybe he's an average, above average above. quarterback. Yeah, I agree. The, the like conversation of he wants to get paid like like Aaron Rodgers and stuff. I'm just like, I would just cut you if that's. I mean, I just don't I, think he's that good. I don't. I have a quarterback comp for Dak Prescott. Prescott, and tell me if you think it's accurate. I think he's right. basically Alex Smith at his prime. I would say Alex Smith at it. Right, exactly. Maybe I think Dak ha- is will. Throw the long ball a little bit more. Well, whereas see, Alex Smith was probably a more accurate passer, but you know, Smith's last year in Kansas City when Reed really opened up the the playbook and he had Tyreek Hill who was coming into his prime. Smith did throw the long ball really well. I my point is they're both athletic running quarterbacks. They're both accurate in the short range, and in the long range, they're as are only as good as the receivers. I, and that's I just true think, for yeah. Uh, that's true for a lot of quarterbacks. We shouldn't pretend that's abnormal, but I think some quarterbacks really elevate the talent around them, and some quarterbacks are only as good as the talent right. around them. I just think in let's say three years, right, four years, when Zeke is probably not as good, and maybe yeah. their offensive line isn't as good, you you need Dak to be awesome, and I don't think he is that quarterback. I think he is yeah. a good quarterback when everything else is awesome around him. Yeah, so. I mean, Alex Smith almost took well. Colin Kaepernick really took over that team, took over the 49ers the year that yeah. they went to the Super Bowl. And then Alex Smith, as a Chiefs quarterback, 
good enough to get him into the playoffs, even when one or two playoff games. But every single year, he came up against a force that he just couldn't surmount. Yeah, and I, think think, I mean, do you think Dak is beating Tom Brady in any game ever? Like, in, well, I think I just, you know that has something to do with the overall talent, the teams around him. But no, really, I yeah. don't. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So I, I derailed. I just thought that that com- that him wanting like forty million a year was ridiculous. But anyway, yeah. But I think the Cowboys will pay it just because. That's they, fine. I don't think I, I'm fine with the Cowboys overpaying a mediocre quarterback. <laughs> Doesn't bother me at all. So yeah, the Chiefs are basically running second string wide receivers right now, right? Uh, and, no. So to answer your question, is uh, Demarcus Robinson, who's good. Uh, Tyreek Kill is out. Nicole Hardman's a rookie, second round pick. Uh, and then obviously Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. And, um, they got a, a K State uh, unrestricted free agent kid that they signed named Byron Pringle, who's pretty. I think he'll be pretty fine. Um, yeah, yeah, but they're they still lighting it up back. with with all these guys. Like before, it was like, all right, Tyree Kill, he's like Sammy Watkins. Yeah, he's like all good. pro, you know. Yeah. And now uh, they're doing it without him. Yeah, so, so I do have you ask me how I feel about the Chiefs. Tell me if this is sacrilegious. Uh, you know how in the last two or three seasons, the Golden State Warriors, you know, just had to make it through the season without suffering any major injuries. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I feel. I feel like. The Chiefs have the talent to go all the way, and I just wanted to make it through the regular season without suffering any major injuries. I would also say I think, and obviously it didn't work out last year, but I think you need home field advantage versus the Patriots in the playoffs. So I don't, I don't, I don't think care it's how. Oh, I do. I don't think you're beating the Patriots in Foxborough in the AFC Championship game. I just don't. I don't think many people will. Uh, I think the Chiefs are a good road team, but yeah, I acknowledge. I know they lost last year at home, but they they had they were in that game, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They could have won that game. It wouldn't have surprised me. The and, opening game of 2018, the Chiefs rolled in, and this was coming off the Patriots winning the Super Bowl, and the Chiefs went into Foxborough and rolled them by like 30 points. Yeah, but so we, it, we have seen the Dolphins roll the Patriots in September, so yeah, I, I don't yeah. I don't put a lot of stock into that. I just, I just do not believe with two weeks of preparation and a home field advantage that Bill Belichick is going to lose to anybody. That's why, I mean, he's awesome in Super Bowls. He just has time to prepare, you know, so just, just cautioning you, man. I wouldn't, I'm not saying, I agree with you that I don't think the regular season is, is that important for the Chiefs at this point, but if you don't get that number one seed and you have to play the Patriots in Foxborough, I think you're going to regret that. So, yeah, no, I, I mean, I'd like for him to get it, but I think um, your defense is better than better than better I had than expected. It has been. Yes. Yeah. It's better than it was last year. I don't know if that means it's good enough to, no, you know, to it's hard to tell Brady under 25 points. Um, yeah. I think that'd be hard for anybody. Should we do top five, bottom three? All right. I like it. All right. So right. let's uh, you you go. How about you do your your top five, and then I will tell you if I have anything different. How's that sound? All right. All right. So so I'm gonna say my number one team is uh, is the Patriots. Now I'll have set, uh, two points. One, I think they've played a very easy schedule so far, and they've looked very good doing it. And I put them number one because they've won like what two of the last two Super Bowls or whatever it is, and I think you've got to. Beat the number one to be the number one. So Patriots one, Chiefs two, 
Uh, it starts to get a little hazy for me after that. I'm going to go Rams, Cowboys, Ravens. Whew. Interesting. Okay. So I, I did not have the Rams in mind. So I know they're 3-0. and But I've, for some reason, I've watched like two Rams games. And I have not been impressed at all. Like, really? No, no. I mean, I'm sure they'll make the playoffs. I just am not that impressed with uh, what the golf. I don't think he's that good. I think their defense is a bunch of names that are aging. Um, well, I think Aaron Donald is. Uh, I watched. Yes, Aaron Donald's the, awesome. You're a, he, I watched he, the game against the Browns, and that and Aaron Donald uh, did things that are very impressive. Right. I, I, I agree. Aaron Donald's good, but I don't know. I'm I'm not as sold on the Rams. So I had uh, Patriots. The Night Chiefs, and then actually I had uh, the Cowboys in there. I, okay. I, despite my talk of Dak Prescott and everything, <laughs> they're still a good team. I, I think the, the Cowboys them. are really good. And then I had uh, the Ravens, and then this is a you know five five. I was going to just sneak the two and one Colts in there. So, <laughs> so my, here's here's my. I can argument. tell you don't really think they're the number fifteen because you couched it. You're like, well, uh, I'm gonna sneak. Uh, uh, they're doing my Ravens. Uh, so here's here's my <laughs> here's my argument. It just hear me out. Had Adam Vinatieri not sucked the first two weeks of the season, we'd be three and zero right now. And, all, right, all right, I'll grant you that. And we have an awesome defense, off, awesome offensive line, really good running back, good wide receivers and tight end. Like the only thing we're not awesome at is quarterback, and he he's okay. So it, if yeah. we were three and zero, which I just cannot believe Adam Vinatieri sucked that much, and I hope he figured has figured it out. But um, we would be three and zero if we had. Our Hall of Fame kicker acted like a Hall of Famer, you know. All right, all right. And then, then we'd be having a different conversation. Is all I'm saying. All right. So I'm not. I'm not criticizing you too much. All um, right. I, I, I would be interested to watch a, a Rams Colts game. I, that that could be an intriguing. I, I think. Matchup. I think that the Colts would do a lot better than you think. Yeah. I, think, I, I don't. I think the Rams are somewhat overrated, and I still think the Colts are somewhat. I, I'm. I think the Colts are going to win this division. Probably not have, you know, the bye. We'll have to play that first week. But I, I don't think the Patriots or the Chiefs are going to want to play the Colts in the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. So Yeah, because the Chiefs played them last year. And yep. that, that was intimidating. I mean, it, it was. It, I mean, you weren't you weren't looking forward to that matchup, right? So No, I mean, not yeah. after. All after year. like uh, four minutes, I think I was looking forward to it. <laughs> Shut up. All right, so I'll do my bottom three, and I All think right. you could put a lot of teams in here, but you, you tell yeah. me. All right, so worst team is clearly the Dolphins. I, I think I, I don't even know if there's a. I I didn't even Did you, put you know him how much bottom, I, I didn't even put him in my bottom three because I thought we were doing bottom three NFL teams. <laughs> like they're not even really trying. So how many points do you think the Dolphins? I'm looking at the stats right now. How many points mm-hmm. have the Dolphins scored this season? Three games. How many yeah. points? I think they've got like sixteen. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, 16 points I, in three games. I heard that on the radio this morning. I was driving. They've around. given up 133 points. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think, yeah, you could – the Patriots, Bills, and Jets in their division combined have given up less points than the Dolphins have. Wow. Right? Wow. And the Jets aren't even good. 
No. So, all right. Dolphins. All right, so you, got, you threw Dolphins in. I didn't even count them. Okay. okay. Um, so this is – I think the Steelers are really bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know people are are still like Mason Rudolph's kind of okay. I don't think he's that good. I really don't. I think I think they're gonna hurt. I think Ben's out the year. I think they're gonna go like they're gonna have like three wins this season, man. I think they were bottom ten even with Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, okay. Wow. So, yeah. and then my third one was the Redskins. Just be. I've only for some reason they were on like. Was it Monday Night Football or Sunday Night uh, for whatever? And they got completely oh, they throttled. Got they got and I was watching, and I was like, "How is? Aren't you guys supposed to have a good defense?" And it was like, "No." And your quarterback kind of sucks. And I don't know anybody else on your team. Like Vernon Davis is still on the team. I don't know. Adrian Peterson, but I don't even okay. think they're playing him yeah. that much. So I, I mean, I don't know what to think of the Redskins. I just think they're probably not very good. So yeah. Uh, I do agree. There's a lot of teams you could throw in a bottom three list. Uh, like I say, I didn't even count the Dolphins uh, because <laughs> right, they're just above and beyond everything else, right? Yeah. Okay. So I do agree. Uh, Washington's in my bottom three. Uh, I threw in uh, the Bengals. No. Oh, okay. I think they're not. I good. haven't really paid much attention to the Bengals, but I, they are you? in three. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you? I mean, I don't think <laughs> that's very true. Anything? In, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just. I think if, if you're a Colts fan and they play the Bengals, I'm not even sure I'd watch that game. I mean, maybe there's a golf tournament on that day. <laughs> Something else maybe, to do. Maybe, maybe you go, a... to go play racquetball. Yeah. You hang out yeah. with somebody else that day. Yeah. Uh, and then I threw in this. This is my version of your Steelers pick. Uh, I threw in the Broncos. Oh, okay. So you've probably watched a Broncos game. I have. No, I, I haven't. For in my head, I still think they have a good defense. I don't. I don't know if they do or not, but you know they. I don't think they have a sack or an or a turnover. How do you not have a sack with Von Miller on your team? Yeah, and Bradley Chubb. Yeah, oh, that's I right. Know. They got Bradley Chubb too. That was so. And their head coach to, is the defensive guy. Is I wanted Brad the Colts to take Bradley Chubb, and they traded down, and Denver ended up taking him, and we got Quentin Nelson, and I was upset. And then it turns out people are saying out. Quentin Nelson might be like a top five player, like. Just player. If you counted a top, <laughs> he might be one of the top five players. And I was like, yeah. I, I, I guess that's why I don't run NFL teams. But yeah, yeah. It turns out Chris Ballard knows knows the thing. I was yeah. Chris Ballard was in the era was in the Chiefs front office, and he was oh, projected yeah. to be uh, like the next GM, you know GM in waiting. Which right. you know, what do you know? I don't know anything about. You know, just knew the name, but uh, yeah. It was, it was, I think he's good. I do. Yeah, I do too. So, all right. So we've, I, I mean, I think we could probably name like eight teams that are really bad. So, yeah, but, I have a hard time arguing with you against the, uh, Steelers. the Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. But, I think the Steelers are, are one of my most hated teams. Also the Patriots. I, I don't know. I never liked Ben Roethlisberger. And then like, it feels like they always have like they had Le'Veon Bell and, and Antonio Brown for years. And both of them are just, you just hear tons of shit, and I never like that, you know. And then when going to Penn State and you living in Pennsylvania, like you, you just have all these stupid Steeler fans, and they're all assholes. And yeah, yeah, no, I hate them. Well, I hate all right, a strong word. All oh, right. Yeah, all right. So we don't have a ton of time left, so let's just move on. Let's go to. I, I we don't have to touch on this too much, but did you watch a single World Cup basketball game? Uh, no. Okay. 
I, 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 was, I, I was in a pretty busy work schedule at that time, but no. Would you, if you had been completely free, would you have watched? Uh, you know, if I'd had like two, three days off in a row where I was free to, to my own devices. Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. If it was on and I knew it was on, I probably would have. Yeah. Gotcha. I, I like competitive I, basketball. Yeah. I fair. did watch a few games actually, but um, no USA games. I watched like a bunch of the other games. <laughs> I don't I know why. The National Scout. Well, it just turned out that they were on when I couldn't watch, and then it would be like, oh, let me watch, you know, Spain and Argentina or whatever. So, yeah. as an American, does it bother you that we got seventh place? So, I think, I don't even know if we need to debate this, but I think we can agree that we are the best country at basketball. I mean, can we, can we just, can we agree on that at least? You're talking like if every team fielded their top, like, eight players. Not, not even that. Just like – I don't. I don't know. I just feel like if you were year in year out, who do you think the country that would be the best at basketball for whatever reason? I think America would be number one, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think the margin is smaller, right? Yeah. So I think twenty, thirty years ago, the margin from one to two is huge. Um, now I would say the margin from one to five is much smaller. Right, but yeah, I agree that America is probably the best basketball talented country. Sure. So, so knowing that you're the best talent, does it bother you that we got seventh place in the World Cup? Uh, no, no. But you don't. You don't even really care. Do you think the average American cares? Probably not. Uh, probably not. No. Okay. So you, you can make the same argument for baseball for the World Baseball Classic. Right, where it's I, all. It's basically the same thing. Where like Eric Hosmer get calls gets called up before he's even like a household name. Yeah. Right. Now I think the U S did win the, the last world baseball classic, but that makes it like one out of four or something. Um, and for the most part, no one really cares that much outside of, you know, a week and a half of a baseball tournament. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't, I, I don't really care either. And I'm wondering if like, are we, is that just arrogant Americans? Do you think that, because no, we care about the Olympics, right? So we're going to care next year if yeah. we got if we got fourth place and didn't even make a medal in the Olympics. I think we'd be upset, right? Yeah. So you remember what was it like? What twelve or fifteen years ago when the U.S. men's team did lose in the in the Olympics? Did yeah. They still get a gold medal? I don't think uh, they, they didn't get a gold. They might have gotten like a bronze or something. I don't remember. Yeah. But- yeah, and and people, you know, faux cared for you know like a, a week or two, and and some changes were made in U.S. men's basketball. They brought in a different coach, and and all the stars came back for a few for a little while. I don't begrudge all the main stars uh, not participating in this tournament. You know, they've this season is long, and they have things they want to do. I don't, I don't get too worked up about that. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I didn't. I wanted to care more. I just didn't. And I was the only reason I was somewhat following it was because Miles Turner was like a starter on the team. Yeah, the, pa- How the did pacer. He play? Uh, okay, uh, he plays. He played about like Miles Turner plays, which is flashes <laughs> of greatness. And, but overall, he'll have like twelve points and six rebounds and two blocks. Like that's the, okay. <laughs> so the the. Pacers signed him to an extension, right? He, yeah, he got yeah. paid. Yeah. He got paid, but it was a ra- actually a rather team-friendly contract, so I was pretty happy about it. But right. I was following Sabonis was playing for the Lithuanian team and was just dominating. They ended up – I think they got ninth <laughs> place, but, I mean, they don't have anybody. It was like him and one other NBA player, so. Yeah, you know, I think that's the thing about basketball. 
is that uh, one team might have you know, on paper better talent, but you know if a team's played together for a long time and knows each other and plays a certain style, I, I think that you know a game can be very competitive given a talent discrepancy. Yeah, well, and I mean you've played pickup games too, where you're like, all right, that team they probably have better individual players than us, but we've you know we've played together before, or this we're we're just gelling well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, the teams can get hot and yeah, other teams can get cold and weird things happen. Yeah, and in an elimination tournament, I mean, all it takes is like, oh, Patty Mills has just scored forty points. Like, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's interesting though to watch. Like, I watched the Australia game and like Patty Mills is a large feature of their offense, and he looks like he's an amazing player, and he's like the backup point guard on the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, you know, and he played against Popovich in this tournament. Yeah. But it's yeah. just funny that, like, given some expanded roles, how good some of these players can be. Like, like these guys that in the NBA are, oh, you're you're a three and D guy. You know what I mean? But yeah, just let, him, let him into into another team, and, and maybe he's actually a thirty point per game scorer. He just he doesn't have that opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but let, I'm sure I, I don't begrudge really these guys either. So yeah, I'm sure Popovich knows more about basketball than I do. In my probably. Family. Yeah. Probably. No, I, I think I think we'll have Curry and I don't know who else will play next year. Probably not LeBron, but I'm you don't sure think we'll so. You think he'll set out the Olympics? I think I think LeBron won't play in the Olympics. I don't think so. Oh, I think he's, I, I, he's. You think he will? Yeah, it's the Olympics. I think he'll get up for the Olympics. Hmm. Yeah, and Curry and uh, KD if he's healthy. No, I think yeah. they'll. I think I think the dream team, especially especially after this, uh, you know, where the, the team was kind of exposed without the big stars, I think they'll right. come back. Interesting note that just happened: uh, the NBA Board of Governors just passed a thing where every year <laughs> in training camp, they now have to measure players' heights and get accurate ages on their players. So this doesn't sound actually like that big of a deal, but if you've ever looked up some of these guys' heights, so literally the only official heights we have of NBA players is from the NBA combine. And then right. from then on, you literally, they, the NBA player, the way it works is they submit their height and weight to the NBA. And that's what they put on. Like, you know, that's their score card, like NBA.com or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, if you yeah. look up like Kevin Durant's height, that's six, nine. it's like six, nine, you know, probably 200 pounds or something like that. <laughs> and so, what was his, I mean, that, go ahead. Do we think that they, they wanted, they want us to believe that he shrunk like three inches from the NBA combine like 10 years ago. Like, no, no, I, I think what will happen is they'll measure Kevin Durant and he's going to be like six eleven. Yeah. Or that's what I think. Seven. And then I think some of these guys, I, I think it's just, it'll just be interesting. It's like, Oh, that's a seven footer. And they're, you're gonna get the measurements like actually six ten, and yeah, and like. Do you really think though? Do you really think two inches matters when? You no, I don't think it, it will matter at all in the scheme of the game. Like I don't yeah. think it's gonna change anything. However, there are gonna be guys like Isaiah Thomas who I think he's reported at like five ten or five eleven. He's probably five seven, right? Or yeah, like like point guards that they say they're six one, but they're actually like my height. And yeah. I, I just think it'll be interesting to see that the, in the correction in the next year or two, like eventually it won't matter. Cause it'll just, it'll be, be what it is. But when we, when it comes out that Chris Paul is five eleven, 
<laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? It'll just be interesting. Or like, oh, we've thought LeBron has been six eight this entire time, but he's actually six foot ten. Or I don't know. I'm just. It, yeah. it, it, it's just. I think it would be interesting to see the two inch correction on a lot of these players that you don't know yeah. about. You, yeah. what, what's the the biggest correction? I you think two inches is like the? I think Kevin the, Durant the most might be gets fibbed. three inches. He might be seven feet tall. Yeah, I think. I, then, I bet there's going to be one guy who's like who's just uh, like four and a half inches. Has just been like <laughs> I can't believe I've been getting away with this. <laughs> he's been. They say he's six six, but he's yeah. like he's like six, six one. <laughs> <laughs> he's <just out> there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll be like Buddy Heal, and they'll come out. What I I've been telling you my real height this whole time. You guys are the ones that mess it up. Well, the age thing is actually because of Buddy Heal almost. Yeah, so yeah, Buddy yeah. Heal, his official age jumped two years in the in an off season. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. Because he's from Although, Jamaica, and so I, I think he's actually like twenty seven or twenty eight now. But he's only been in the league for three years, and yeah, so they were like. Oklahoma might have had some little discrepancy that we didn't know about. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, that's why he was so much better than all those guys. He was 25. Like, <laughs> but anyway, I thought that was just an interesting thing they're doing. So I would, we can move on to our, our last sport here. So our boy, Ned Yost. I do need, I do need to tell you, like, for the last 30 seconds, the sound dumped out. <sighs> okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now, but like right. for well, about, okay, anyway, for about this might be seconds, interesting was, editing. Yeah, sorry, man. That's okay. We've got some warnings as we discussed. Yeah, this is so. A- Ned Yost retiring, Kansas City yep. Chief, Kansas City Royals manager, mm-hmm. ten years. Yep. How will you, Brian Brooks, who is you probably have watched most of. Maybe not this year, but you've you watched most of Ned Yost's teams, I would imagine. Yeah. So. No, I, I actually watched probably about 20 games this year. Okay. So what, how will um, you remember Ned Yost? You know, do you think he's a good manager? What, what, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I think he's a good manager. I'll remember him fondly. Um, he, he's, like a, he's like a dad in that he's not really going to give you what you want. Uh, you know, what I mean is like uh, when, when he was a f- in his first few years – he played Alcides Escobar a lot when Alcides Escobar was kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the fan base said, why are you playing this guy? He hits like nothing. And Ned Yost basically came out and said, look, the team is shit. We're not going to win many games. But when we are good, we need this player to be good. We're not going to be good unless Alcides Escobar is good. And so he needs to work through it. And, and that's exactly what happened. Alcides Escobar uh, – went through his bad years because I think that's, that's a typical player development arc is that you're bad for a little while. You get better, you hit a prime and then eventually you obviously get past your prime anyway. So when they were really bad, he played Alcides Escobar when people said, what are you doing? They said, trust me. And then obviously two years later, he was proven to be absolutely correct. So he's not going to give you what you want. He's going to give you what he thinks is best. And, uh, and, and, and he obviously got them the World Series. And so that that's really yeah. kind of the end of the conversation for me. Uh, he probably should have retired a year or two earlier, but, uh, you know, whatever. You, how much credit do you give him for the, you know, seven, eight, nine, you know, reliever death lineup that we had there for like three years that – The manager? Was, yeah. Well, I mean, just th- that he did that, right? So he, we had Herrera – 
Um, who who else was it? it was Herrera, uh, Wade Davis, Greg Wade, Holland. Yeah, uh, uh, well, there was a third yeah. guy. But anyway, it was HGH. They, it was Holland, Herrera, and Wade Davis. They played, you know, seven, eight, nine, pretty much without fail. You could, you might bring Herrera in for two innings, maybe. But and do you think that was a, a him his thought, or do you think that was the front office? Oh, that, I think it was the front office. I think he he managed them well, but I mean, he didn't go out and get those players. That was the front office. Uh, when when you look at the the micro level of the 2014-2015 season. Both postseasons came down to one game. 2014 is the AL wild card. Uh, it was an extra inning games in Kansas City against the A's, and uh, that was probably the most amazing baseball game I ever watched. That was the baseball game that I walked away just kind of shaking, and I, I was talking about it for 45 minutes. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? And then the next year they were in the ALDS against Houston, and they were down like four runs in the seventh or eighth inning. In the they were, It was an elimination game, and they actually came back – and to win that game, which blew me away. I was watching that game in a bar. I got dejected. I, I left in the eighth inning. I went home, uh, you know, about three minutes away. And because uh, the only place I could watch that game was at that bar. And uh, I was pissed and I was sad. And I somehow I went online. I saw, holy shit, they tied it. And I sprinted back to the bar and I watched them actually win. And and that was a Moustakis game where he gave some big speech. And, and, and in any case, so both those postseasons came down to one game and 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 i don't know how i think on a macro level on season to season i don't know how much influence you can give to a manager but on a game by game at bat by at bat where the season's on the line i absolutely think you can give a lot of credit to the manager and he, he obviously got him through those those two instances so uh ned yost will always be a fan favorite and hero in kansas city and it turns out losing 100 games in his last two seasons won't change that I, I don't think anybody will remember the, these last two years, right? Oh, they'll remember them. I mean, well, they'll well, 100 last season. No, but Go I ahead. think in 10 years, Ned Yost is going to come back and whatever, and he'll throw out a pitch, and, and everybody's just going to cheer him. And oh, be, they'll, you know. they'll lose their apeshit loving minds. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I don't have as many memories of Ned Yost. I thought he was – my thought was he's an all right manager who his players just happen to develop really well. And you do have to give coaches some credit for that, right? Not just him, yep. but like his coaching staff for, for player development. So you give him credit for that. But, um, you know, I, I don't remember him making any especially like crazy decisions that I was like, oh, that takes balls. You know what I mean? Or, or anything like that. But, yeah. you know, managing a bunch of young players as they come up through their career takes a lot. So he, he did a great job with that. And he won the World Series, right? And, I mean, he how won many the guys World Went yeah. to back-to-back World Series. Like, what, probably should have won. Probably should have won too. I mean, really, yeah. if it wasn't for Madison freaking Bumgarner. yeah, Bumgarner, who was just insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Well, I think that's uh, that's all we got. It's a shorter podcast today, but uh, 